0: and symmetry. It is about the proper relation of parts one to another. And when the truth of a thing is properly presented by good proportion and symmetry, it strikes us in the heart as beauty. Even if it is a thing that brings grief, because we know in the end that the truth is grief will not remain, but beauty will remain. Next to Good Friday, I cannot think of another instance in the church calendar year where this is more poignantly true than in this feast on the Holy Innocents. This feast gives us an opportunity to really learn how we must live in this world. This world which is stricken by so much grief and disappointment. While we're going through this grief and disappointment, that we experience even on this night, in this feast, we are reminded that we must contemplate and reflect on the victory of the cross in the midst of it. And we have to say, how can we live in this world with dignity, with grace, with hope and faith? How can we live with beauty in this very corrupt world? And this feast, I think, beautifully teaches us how to do that. The church is very bold in her prayers, in her hymns, in the sermons of the fathers associated with this feast. So bold that to those who are not a part of our number, who are outside of our faith, would find these things incomprehensible, jarring, offensive even. And yet we, we can and do say such things as we hear tonight With courage and confidence, without shame, because we know that Christ is risen. That's why we can say these things. Even so, we say them with some sensitivity, with a recognition that we still have many dark waters to pass through in this life. That's, by the way, why we are in violet and not in red. We are celebrating the holy innocents as martyrs in the kingdom of God but Red, the church, and her sensitivity would just be too much on this night. And so we were in violet instead. King Herod was considered one of the cruelest tyrants in history, actually. In the course of his reign, he killed a lot of people. He drowned his brother-in-law, who was only 16, and the high priest of Israel at the time. He murdered his uncle, Joseph, and Miriam, Joseph's wife. He murdered his mother-in-law, Alexandra. He murdered his brother-in-law, Kostabar, together with numerous other members of his family, which he ordered killed. A few years just before the birth of Christ, he actually murdered his two sons, Alexander and Astrobulus. He had 300 officials killed because he had accused them of siding with the young men. In the year 4 BC, just five days before his death, he had his firstborn son executed. Herod killed thousands of innocent people that he, he uh, suspected of plotting against him. That's the man who stands in the center of this story tonight. The man who Matthew reports sent and slew all the boys in Bethlehem and its neighborhood, who were two years old and younger. How does the church respond to this heinous evil? With grief? Tonight, in the gospel, we heard of Rachel weeping for her children. And yet, at the same time that we hear Rachel weeping for her children, we also have this hymn appointed for today's office of lauds. It says, All hail, ye infant martyr flowers, cut off in life's first dawning hours, as rosebuds snapped in tempest strife. When Herod sought your Savior's life, you tender flock of lambs, we sing, first victims slain for Christ your King. Beneath altars heavenly ray, with martyr palms and crowns ye play. For their redemption, glory be, O Jesus, virgin born to thee, with Father and the Holy Ghost, forever from the martyr host. Amen. There is also a sermon appointed for the office today, taken from St. Augustine's sermon on this feast day. He says, today, dearest brethren, we celebrate the birthday of those children who were slaughtered as the gospel tells us by that exceedingly cruel King Herod. Let the earth therefore rejoice and the church exult. She the fruitful mother of so many heavenly champions and of such glorious virtues. Never in fact would that impious tyrant have been able to benefit these children by the sweetest kindness as much as he has done by his hatred. For as today's feast reveals, in the measure with which malice in all its fury was poured out upon the holy children, did heaven's blessings stream down upon them. Blessed are you, Bethlehem, the land of Judah. You suffered the inhumanity of King Herod in the murder of your babes and thereby have become worthy to offer to the Lord a pure host of infants. In full right do we celebrate the heavenly birthday of these children whom the world calls to be born unto an eternally blessed life rather than that from their mother's womb for they attain the grace of everlasting life before the enjoyment of the present. The precious death of any martyr deserves high praise because of his heroic confession. The death of these children is precious in the sight of God. Because of the beatitude they gained so quickly. For already at the beginning of their lives they pass on. The end of the present life is for them the beginning of glory. These then whom Herod's cruelty tore as sucklings from their mother's bosom. Are justly hailed as infant martyr flowers. They were the church's first blossoms. Matured by the frost of persecution during the cold winter. Of unbelief. End quote. These holy innocents who we remember on this day are now in glory. They are among the band of intercessors who pray for us to fight the good fight of faith. We heard tonight in John's Apocalypse. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These were redeemed from among men being first fruits to God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no deceit. For they are without fault before the throne of God. These pure and innocent babes, they teach us in this feast. They teach us how we are to go to God. How we are to enter the kingdom of heaven. The simplicity and purity of heart. They go into the Father's presence. In that hymn, they are charmingly portrayed as playing with their martyr's palms and crowns. This world is still full of darkness. There are still many Herods about, inspired by Satan to kill and destroy and cause grief and pain and suffering. And yet we know by this feast, we know that he can do nothing to harm the pure and the innocent. There is another rather jarring verse in one of the hymns, which says that as they saw the shining swords coming to slay them, They thought they were toys to play with. Because of their innocence, they see only God. They know only good. They do not see the darkness. They are incapable of it. They see only the light. While they were murdered by an evil king, they received the palm and crown of the martyr as innocent children. And what did they do with them? They played with them. What a glorious faith we have. What a glorious faith we have that mocks the fruitless foe that can do nothing to us. Nothing. The more we are assailed, the more we are blessed. We who trust in God, if only we be like these innocent babes. Christ is born. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardeen, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of The Orthodox West.